0: Right now, many churches are planning their budgets for the next fiscal year. You can promote your confessional Lutheran church and support the worldwide outreach of Issues Etc. by becoming a congregational sponsor. When your church pledges $1,000, we'll publicize your congregation on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal. Learn more on the support donate page at issuesetc.org. Don't miss your congregation's budget deadline. Become an Issues Etc. congregational sponsor.
1: Now pay close attention, little children, it's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted, and he raised them from the dead. We
0: take it for granted that the story of Jesus' birth is important. Why is it important? All four gospel writers describe it in various ways. John is a little roundabout about it, but... Matthew, Mark, and Luke all describe the birth in one way or the other. Luke has the longest account that he gives us the most context, but why is it important that we know about Jesus' birth? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in live on this Tuesday afternoon, the 1st of November. We're going to be teaching a Sunday School lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Long Gospel about the birth of Jesus according to Luke's Gospel, and then we'll discuss Christian nationalism with Dr. Andrew Walker, Associate Professor of Christian Ethics at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Pastor Tom Baker is host of the radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. So why does Luke begin by giving us so much historical context for the birth of Jesus?
1: One of the criticisms of Christianity is some people go so far to say that jesus never even existed there was no man named jesus others say well yes there was but he wasn't the savior he may have died on the cross but he didn't rise from the dead so what luke does is even though he's a medical individual he makes sure that he has the history of when this occurred and therefore This is a very good point to make, that in giving the history, we're seeing that this is a real person, and it kind of anchors the historical events to Jesus as a real man who lived at a specific time and place, and that's the reason why the history is there.
0: Why is it important that Jesus' guardian, Joseph, be a descendant of David?
1: The fact of the matter was that God had promised that was through the seed of Jacob would come the savior. And both Joseph and Mary were of that lineage. And so it was very important that that was a fulfillment of the promise that God had made. And so even though Joseph was not considered to be the father of Jesus in having begotten Jesus, He was the father that Jesus had shortly during his life. We don't know how long he lived. It appears that he died, obviously, before Jesus began his ministry because he's not mentioned. But the fact is that this shows us that the promise of God is still being kept.
0: It says, and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. How should we understand this?
1: That is the way that babies were taken care of. Swaddling cloths were strips of cloth that were wrapped tightly around infants to warm them and secure them. But before that, the babies were washed and rubbed with salt and possibly olive oil which were signs of tender care so that's the way that babies were brought into the world and taken care of there was no room in the inn because at that time people had been coming to bethlehem since that was part of the history here that caesar augustus had indicated that he called for a census to be taken and you had to go to the place where you had been born joseph came from the line of david and was required to travel to his ancestral origin bethlehem for the census and both he and mary arrived there prior to the birth of jesus
0: What does it mean that God chose to announce the birth of Jesus to shepherds?
1: There were certain individuals that in Judaism, and that's that religion that came about after the Babylonian captivity, that were not allowed in the temple proper. They were unclean individuals like lepers and the blind and the lame and the deaf and the mute, but also shepherds were included there because they were taking care of sheep and often sacrificing them. If you remember the parable of the Good Samaritan, both a priest and a Levite bypassed the injured person on the road because had they not and touched him, especially if he was dead and they weren't sure he was, That would necessitate them going through a number of cleanliness rites before they were permitted back into the temple. And so that's why it is important to understand that to shepherds, not only was the shepherd an individual that had not been permitted into the temple proper, but will learn later on when you go through the book that the next group of people were wise men who were gentiles and so i find that fascinating that god shows unclean individuals to whom they were announced of the coming of the son of god
0: the angel said do not be afraid for behold i bring you good news of great joy which shall be to all people for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Take that apart for us. What does it mean?
1: Yes. There are a number of metaphors here. In the city of David, that's important to say because that shows the fulfillment of the promise. A Savior, that means one who has come to redeem the people. And we find that out later on when Simeon's words in the temple are are so prophetic about what Jesus is going to be doing and the other item that's important here he is Christ now the word Christ is simply the greek word for the hebrew word messiah and that is the promised one and that was first mentioned by god through the serpent in the hearing of Adam and Eve, that through the seed of Eve would come the Messiah. And that took centuries to occur, and that is what is happening with the birth of Jesus and Mary. And then he's referred to as the Lord. The Lord would refer to him as God himself. So here, just in those words, Savior, Christ, and Lord. You had the fulfillment of the promises that not only God gave to Adam and Eve, but also the prophets kept talking about and then giving even more details. Like in Isaiah, by his stripes, we are cleansed. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You go to Psalm 22. And he is pierced in hands and feet. So in the Old Testament, there are many passages that speak about the necessary crucifixion of Jesus as the Christ the Lord, because he has come to redeem his people. And therefore, he's able to do it, whereas no other human being could, because every other human being If they died on a cross, that could be punishment for their own sin, whereas Jesus had no sin at all. And therefore, he took the punishment of every person in the world for all the sins that we have done. And that's why the angels refer to him as Savior, as Christ, and as Lord.
0: The angels sing the Gloria in Excelsis. Why do we sing that song on Sunday morning?
1: Because we're with the angels. In fact, in the Lord's Supper, we sing with angels, archangels, and the whole company of heaven. Now, who's the company of heaven? It just so happens that this coming Sunday is also going to be All Saints Day, where we celebrate it. And what we're talking about are those individuals who are in the spirit in heaven. We're not talking about those who have been resurrected from the dead because that won't occur until judgment day. And so the hymn to be sung is, for all the saints who from their labors rest. And we sing Gloria as the angels do because we are receiving the glory of God because of Jesus Christ. And what does that mean specifically? We receive a gift we do not deserve, and that is the forgiveness of sins. And there are many ways in which people respond when they hear that they have received the gift of the forgiveness of sins, but one of them, would be to sing the Gloria. It's glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And he is pleased with every believer, not because of our works, but through faith in the promises of the gospel that we are therefore saved.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 2. We'll talk more about those words, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, after the break. Right now, many churches are planning their budgets for the next fiscal year, You can promote your confessional Lutheran church and support the worldwide outreach of Issues Etc. by becoming a congregational sponsor. When your church pledges $1,000, we'll publicize your congregation on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal. Learn more on the support donate page at issuesetc.org. Don't miss your congregation's budget deadline. Become an Issues Etc. congregational sponsor.
2: We know that you want to build your family on the right foundation from the very start. The foundation of Jesus Christ. Concordia Publishing House offers more than 8,000 products for churches, schools, and homes. Dedicated customer service and an experienced staff to help you focus on what matters most. Click to connect at cph.org. Concordia Publishing House. Listening, responding, providing for God's people. Concordia Publishing House. Cph.org.
1: Sanctifying your housework with the Word of God. You're listening to Issues Etc. Memoria Press is a family-run publisher of classical Christian education materials for homeschools and private schools. Every page of the Memoria Press curriculum leads students to a mastery of content, an understanding of the classical heritage of the Christian West, and an appreciation of truth, goodness, and beauty. If you're interested in learning more, visit MemoriaPress.com and use the coupon code LPR23. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. MemoriaPress.com
0: Are you ready for war? Are you ready to stand firm in Christ against all odds?
1: Listen to Chapel Services live weekday mornings from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana at 9 Central, 10 Eastern. 8 Mountain, and 7 Pacific at IssuesETC.org.
2: Yes, yes, you are ready because God has made you ready.
0: Your hope is built on Jesus Christ and His righteousness.
2: Deaconesses are women trained to share the gospel of Jesus Christ through works of mercy, spiritual care, and teaching of the Christian faith. The word deaconess means servant. Find out more on how you can serve in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod through the vocation of deaconess at lcms.org slash deaconess. Working in faith, laboring in love, remaining steadfast in the hope of our Lord Jesus Christ. LCMS Deaconess Ministry, lcms.org slash deaconess. Mm
0: Welcome back. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel on Jesus' birth in Luke chapter 2. The Sunday school curriculum Enduring Faith has a Christ connection section for every one of its Sunday school lessons. This one is Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, came into the world to redeem the world from sin, death, and Satan. Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of all God's promises. You can find out more about the Enduring Faith Sunday school curriculum from Concordia Publishing House. Go to cph.org or call Concordia Publishing House, 1-800-325-3040, Enduring Faith, a Sunday School Curriculum. Tom, let's go back to those words that we were talking about before the break, peace on earth, good will toward men. What do they mean?
1: Yes, for many people who are not Christian, they would take those words to mean that I'm going to have a good life here on earth that I'm gonna have peace, I'm gonna have riches, things are really gonna work well for us. And unfortunately, because of that false belief, people end up leaving the church because they don't experience what they consider to be the peace and goodwill toward men. But what it really means, peace, we need to go not just from the announcement to the shepherds, but the announcement to the apostles on the first night of the resurrection. The very first words Jesus says to the apostles when he appears in the ro- locked room is, Peace be to you. So, what does that mean? It means that there is no longer a dividing wall of hostility between God the Father and believers because Jesus has taken upon himself the punishment that we deserved. He redeemed us, and therefore the forgiveness of sins is available to everyone who believes that gospel message of the promises of God to his people. And those promises, unlike the promises of the law, The promises of the law are conditional. If you do this, if you do that, then you'll be saved. Well, that's ridiculous. In Christianity, there are no conditional promises. The promises are unconditional because the condition to be met is faith, which is not something that we devise or that we do by our free will, but it is a gift from the Holy Spirit. And when you receive gifts, you love to praise the person. This Christmas, kids will receive gifts from their parents and that will really make them appreciate their parents more. They may not sing the Gloria to their parents, but when we receive that gift of the forgiveness of sins because of Jesus, we sing Gloria as did the angels and we sing it in our worship service because we know we are now at peace with God the Father regardless of the circumstances of our life. What
0: do the shepherds do after the angels depart?
1: Well, as soon as the shepherds hear this, the shepherds say to one another, this is verse 15, of Luke chapter two, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and they also found Jesus lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And we know that they said it to more than just Mary and Joseph because verse 18 says, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And then the shepherds, after speaking to the people about what the angels had said, returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is a wonderful opportunity for the Sunday school teacher to tell the students, you know, you have the opportunity to tell your classmates, your neighbors, and maybe relatives who aren't going to church about the good news of the angels to the shepherds. And you now tell that good news to those people who are still unaware of it. So the shepherds glorify God by giving God all the glory for what the angels had told them.
0: Why is it important for us to know the story of Jesus'
1: birth? The reason it's important to know the story is because This is called the incarnation, and those are words from the Latin that means you become a human being, incarnate, flesh. Well, had Jesus not become a human being, then he would have been God at all times, but not a human being. And it is clear that God had told Adam and Eve in the day that they sinned death would be the result of human beings. Well, Jesus took that death upon himself, and therefore his being incarnated is a most important teaching of the Christian faith. For if he had not become a human being, he could not have died for the sins of human beings. But because he was also at the same time God, his death was sufficient to pay for the sins of every person in the world, and they would receive that gift through faith in Jesus Christ. And that's the purpose of the church, to teach what the angels said, not only at his conception and birth, but also throughout his life and particularly at the resurrection when they say that he will return and judgment day to take our bodies to heaven with him. So if you take out the incarnation, you lose a missing puzzle of part of the wonderful story of how God has decided to save humanity
0: finally what is the law and gospel of this lesson
1: the law is very simple we are all sinners and we are unable to get rid of our sin by our good works simply because well we can never do a good work perfectly because god looks at our motivation and unfortunately our motivation often also has evil intent we still do good works but they're called fruit of the holy spirit but they are not done in order to weigh out our sins they're done only after we are totally saved because only a christian filled with the holy spirit can do a good work in the eyes of god and therefore the gospel is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to be born as a human being, continuing to be God in order to save us from sin, death, and the devil.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thank you for your time. And thank you. Dr. Andrew Walker, associate professor of Christian ethics at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary will join us next to talk about Christian nationalism. What can we learn from our Lutheran forefathers on how to face the challenges of a culture openly hostile to Christianity? Pastor Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, has written a column for the latest Issues Etc. journal titled, For Such a Time As This. We'll send it to you for free. Just click the red journal subscription button in the right-hand column at issuesetc.org. You'll also find Pastor Will Whedon's article on the monthly Psalter, The free online Issues Etc. Journal, IssuesETC.org.
1: Logia Journal, the Confessional Dogmatic Series. The works of Kurt Marcourt and many other resources are all brought to you by Luther Academy. Did you know that during this time of COVID-19, your purchases and donations help Luther Academy supply these same resources to pastors around the world? please consider helping us with this important need through your prayers and financial support. Learn how you can help by visiting lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com.
0: Are you living in central Iowa and longing for a church where the gospel is boldly confessed in all of its purity? Are you tired of hearing the latest purpose-driven, how-to-live-your-best-life-now TED talk? Are you desperate to hear the preaching of the cross, which brings you and your children the knowledge, peace, and comfort of the gospel? then come to Holy Cross Lutheran Church. Located in Carlisle, Iowa, at the southeast corner of Des Moines, we're a short ride from everywhere in the city. Visit our website, holycrosscarlisle.org.
2: What is eternal life? How do you understand it? How do you imagine it? We're full of all sorts of ideas of what eternal life might be like. And yet, the scriptures are clear. Eternal life centers on Christ and him crucified for the sins of the world. The November issue of The Lutheran Witness explains some of these misconceptions about eternal life and what the scriptures say. So to learn more, pick up your copy of the November issue of The Lutheran Witness. Visit witness.lcms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, teaching you to interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective.
1: Putting Christ back into Christian radio. You're listening
0: to Issues Etc. Thanks to the following congregations for standing with us by becoming an Issues Etc. Congregational Sponsor. Bethlehem Lutheran, North Zulch, Texas, Emmaus Lutheran, South Bend, Indiana, Good Shepherd Lutheran, Toledo, Ohio, Emmanuel Lutheran, Hamilton, Ohio, Messiah Lutheran, Marysville, Washington, Peace Lutheran, Sussex, Wisconsin, Shepherd of the Hills Lutheran, Rathdrum, Idaho, St. Paul Lutheran, Austin, Texas, Zion Lutheran, Detroit, Michigan, and St. Paul Lutheran, Emmitsburg, Iowa. Find out how your confessional Lutheran church can support this worldwide outreach by including Issues Etc. in your mission or advertising budget. Just go to IssuesEtc.org, click Support, Donate, and print a one-page flyer. When your congregation becomes an Issues Etc. sponsor, we'll publicize your church on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal.